are so happy, not because it's Christmas Day, but just to be in the house of the Lord one more time. So we just say, let's just give God a praise offering. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up today. Thank you, Lord, for Christmas Sunday. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us in our life, God. We just ask you to come on in, Holy Spirit. Come on in, Holy Spirit, because we are here to worship you, Lord. We say thank you, God, for your son, Jesus Christ, that was born today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for our salvation and our abundant life, God. Thank you, Lord, for just bringing us in service, for waking us up with a mind to serve you. Thank you, God, for leading us today with your Holy Spirit, God. We just ask you to come into our worship service. Come on in, Holy Spirit. Come on in, God. We are praying for traveling mercies, God, as people come in today to our, our, our church. We're praying for traveling mercies for those that just need to get to church safely, Lord. Move all the snow out the way, God. Just move the traffic out the way, Lord. We're praying for those that are coming online, God. And move the distractions, God, and let us come together and give you praise, give you glory. Because without Jesus Christ, there would be no Christmas. Hallelujah. We just say thank you, Lord, for the best holiday of the year. Hallelujah. And we want to give you praise today. So we ask you to come on in, Holy Spirit. Come on in. Um, speak to our hearts, God, as we sing today. Speak to our hearts as Pastor Keller ministers to us, God. And we just praying, Lord that everybody hears a word that needs to hear a word, God. Everybody gets a feel uh, that needs to be filled, God. Fill us up with your love, the love that can fill us, that not, nothing else in this world, God. Fill us with your love and your peace and your hope, God. Lord, we pray for just world peace today, God. If any other day of the year is not peaceful, we ask for today, a bold prayer. Today is a peaceful day, God. Today is a Holy Spirit-filled day, God. Let somebody know your son, Jesus Christ, today, God. And we say thank you, Lord, and all these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So welcome, everybody, to church. Welcome online and welcome in service. We are so glad to have you in. If you're online, you can check your attendance by um, giving us a like, saying Merry Christmas or Good Morning. Give us a share so somebody else can hear the word of God today. Is somebody ready to give God some praise today? Amen. Amen. So if you're able, we ask you to stand as we sing. Joy to the world. Put your hands together, everyone.
birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. Amen. We are getting ready to have the lighting of the Christmas candles as the praise team sings. Good morning, Saints. What better place to be is in the house of the Lord Amen. on the Lord's birthday. Amen. Happy birthday, Jesus. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger. Today, angels far and near sing tender lullabies well-worn fabric full of years holds in the warmth of parental love animals and shepherds crowd and tight glowing with adoration while a muffled cry squeezes out to greet the world On this Christmas Day, we light the Christ candle for the child king, the infant redeemer, the lowly Lord. And now we know Jesus Christ is born, and nothing will ever be the same. Amen. Once again, Merry Christmas, everybody. 
So, we're going to read the names of our Christmas poinsettias in memory of our family members here at the church. Our poinsettias, our lovely poinsettias, uh, were donated um, by our church members in honor of lo- in honor of loved ones. So if you can turn to the last page in your bulletin, you can see the names here. We have Shannon and Glenn Hendricks in honor and memory of Wilbert and Hattie Hendricks, Peggy Green, Willie E. Wirt. Um, from Samuel and Marion Wallace in memory of Sylvester and Pauline Barnes, John and Elsie Wallace. From Sylvia Fields in memory of Frank Fields, Catherine and Felix Williams, Mabel and Clifford Littlejohn, Geneva and Douglas Minor, Mary Mitchell, Judy and Gary Williams, Mercedes and Isaac Riley, William Ray, Eileen Moffitt, from Cassandra Rogers, in memory of Janice Collier Ellis, Marvin and Cassandra Rogers, in memory of deceased members of the Rogers, Owens, and Swoop families, from Raphia and Andrea Billis, in memory of Edna White, Dolores Adams, Francis Sai, Deborah Jolly, Cora and Jesse Mae Phillips, Colin and Joseph Phillips Sr., John and Eileen Moffitt and family. From Juanita Thomas, we have Matt Smith Jr. and Mildred Gray. Um, I'm going to read one more from my family, Lenford and Margaret Jeffries, in memory of my grandmother and grandfather, Keziah and Michael Russell, Reginald Jeffrey and Gertrude Mullins. From the family of Daryl and Kim Wilson, Anthony Wilson. From the family of Diane Owens Hall, Willie and Annie Thelma Owens, Karen Hall, Ellen Lucille Owens, Ethleen Hall, Scylla May Connor. From Sharon, the family of Sharon, Latoya, and Brian. Benjamin and Dorothy Groton. Carrie Walker, Roxanne Groton, Evelyn Reese. From the families of the Littles and the Huffs, the Little and Huff loved ones. From the family of Jessica Franklin and the Reed family. James E. Franklin Sr., Delilah, and Jesse Reed. From the family of William Hassan Phillips Bay, Willie and Priscilla Phillips. From the family of Michael Milan, Oliver Milan. From the family of Cindy Craig Fry, Chris Cagle, Christopher Toms, and Michael Fry. From the family of Gail H. Bangs and family, John and Johnny Hayes. From the family of Pastor Kelly and Terrence Sullivan and family, Flossie Sullivan, D'Angelo Ward, Katie and Elisha Freemley, and Matthew Thornhill. Friends and family, if you would rise at this time 
And if you would just say out loud the name of a family member or loved one that you would like to honor in memory this Christmas. Please stand. Just say it out loud together. We thank God for our loved ones today. Let us take a moment to pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you for these memories of our loved ones. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will continue to comfort the hearts of those of us that have lost those that are near and dear to us. The holiday season can be especially hard, Lord Jesus, but you are a great comforter. And we take hope and encouragement and the fact that these loved ones are resting comfortably with you, Lord. They're looking down from heaven, cheering us on, our great cheerleaders. And we thank you and we honor you. In the holy and mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Thank you. And you may be seated. Pastor Antonio is going to go ahead and do the corporate prayer for us today for Christmas, followed by our church purpose. Amen. Friends, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you again. Thank you again, Lord, for your son, Jesus, God. Thank you, Lord. Let's give God a praise offering. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Where will we be without you, Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, we just lift up your son, Jesus Christ, today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are so thankful for a Savior. Hallelujah. The Messiah. Hallelujah. Our friend, our counselor. Hallelujah. Our lily in the valley, our healer, our redeemer. Thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus Christ, that leads us and guides us and fills us, not just today, but every single day of the year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are our friend and our hope and our joy and our peace. Where would we be without you, Lord? So we just say thank you, Lord. We begin with thanks, thanksgiving. The scripture says, enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So we give you glory, honor, and praise, God, today on Christmas Sunday. Hallelujah. Lord, we are in prayer today for just those that are not well today. We want to lift up... um, Miss Jenny Brown is in the emergency room right now, God. Oh, Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to heal her heart. God, you know what the problem is, Lord. You know her body. You knew all of us before we even formed. So we just say thank you, Lord, that healing is going out to her right now, wherever she is. And strength is going out to her family. We ask you, Lord, to heal Jenny Brown right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord. We just say thank you for everything that you've done for her, Lord. She is your daughter and your friend, and we are petitioning, God, that you bring her out home safely today, today on Christmas Sunday. Bring her out the emergency room today, Lord. We ask you, Lord, for wisdom for the doctors, God, to, to bless her. Lord, we are in prayer for Annette Thompson today, God. As she has home from the hospital, thank you, Lord, that she's home from the hospital. But, Lord, she still needs some heat in her home. So we're asking you to heat her home, Lord. And not just her home, Lord, everybody's home that needs heat, God. 
Lord, we are just so thankful, Lord, that you know our needs. And we ask you, Lord, to just give Annette um, the, the heat in her home and continue to heal her body. Thank you, Lord, for her, uh, her family that's taking care of her, Lord. God, we are just um, coming to you in prayer for Gail H. Baines today, Lord. Lord, we just ask you just to fix the problem right now, Lord. Oh, the pipe, God. There are so many pipes that are busting around. So many people that that don't have heat, God. We are asking you to restore, God. We are asking you to restore, God. And not just to bring Gail out better and Jasmine out um, bring them out better, Lord, than where they are now, God. Don't just restore, but bring them out better than, you know, better than what they have, God. Lord, we just are coming to you today um, on behalf of Terrence Sullivan and his family, Lord, and the loss of his great nephew, Nazir, Lord. We ask you to lift up Terrence Sullivan right now in Jesus' name, God. We ask you just to lift up their family right now, God. It is so hard to lose a family member, but it's especially hard to use a, lose a young person, Lord. Somebody who has so much potential, Lord. We ask you to be with them, God, and listen to their prayers, Lord, and keep their hearts still, Lord, and have them to keep a mind to come to you and to look to you, Lord, because we know that even when things are bad, you are still good. Even in the hard times, we can lift up our head. We can look to you because you know our pain. You know our suffering, God. We ask you, Lord, to just come and be with them today and give them ease. Give them some understand, peace that passes understanding. Lord, we are praying for Tina Williams as she has become another great-grandmother. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There are a lot of births and there are a lot of deaths, God. There are people who need healing. There are people who need money. There are people who need heat. We come to you, Lord. We come to you and we give you thanks because you have a way. You are the way. You are our hope. You are our peace. You are our joy. We bring everything to you, Lord. You know our needs and we bring all of our needs before you, God. We ask you, Lord, to not just bring us out even when we're hurting, when we're in need, but bring us out better. When we're going through hard times through those valleys of the shadow of death, God, we can look to you and we can be in peace, God. We're going through these valleys, Lord, with you, Lord. God, we have some hard times this year, Lord, but those that might be missing their family members but around Christmas time, those of us that may have had a first Christmas without a loved one, Lord, we are praying for those that are grieving today, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for the lives of all those that we had the joy to remember this morning. And we are just praying, Lord, for your peace that passes all understanding for those families today, God. We thank you, Lord, for those that that attended our church. We are so thankful for all those that are not here anymore, God. And we know they're in heaven rejoicing with you, celebrating Jesus' birthday. But, God, we ask you down here to give us that peace that passes understanding, God. And we are praying for those that are in prison, are incarcerated. Lord, thank you for lifting up our prison ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We ask you just to give them all the needs that they have, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to to transform their lives and to turn to you. Thank you, Lord, that transforming. We are at the cross, God. And thank you, God, that you not only transform them, but you transform us 
God, and help us to share what Jesus is doing in our lives today, that you are still alive, that it wasn't just 2,000 years ago, that you are alive and well. And we just say thank you, God, for being with all of them. And God, we just pray corporately for the world, Lord. I really do ask for peace. World peace today. World peace today, God. World peace today, God. Let us all come together in spirit and honor and truth in you, Lord, and help us to give you goodness, honest, honor, and praise today. And all these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So if you're able, we're going to ask you to stand as we recite our church purpose statement. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents And I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to have, yes, we're going to light, I mean, we're going to have Andre Billis come up and read our scripture. morning, everyone. Praise God. Happy birthday, Jesus. I just want to thank God for um, providing, bringing Jesus into the world. That's the best gift we could have today and in our life. So thank you, Lord. Um, Our Old Testament will be from Isaiah chapter 7, verse 13. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Chapter 8, verse 24 to 34. When he arrived at the other side in the region of Galileans, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs were feeding. The demons begged Jesus, If you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. He said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs. And the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off, went into the town, and reported all of it. Including what had happened to the demon possessed man. 
Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. Amen. Thank you for your word, dear Lord. Praise God. Thanks, Andrea. Saints, can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. Are you excited to give God a gift this this Christmas Sunday? It's the Lord's birthday, Lord. Thank God. And so we are asking everyone to give above and beyond. Amen. To give especially generously today. Today is the fourth Sunday of the month, and we give our special offering to the two cent of meals. How many of you all ate this month? How many of you all plan on eating today? How many got some chicken and macaroni and cheese and yams at the house? Anybody got that? I'm just trying to see where I'm going for dinner. I'm, okay. <laughs> but if we're able, we're asking to get two cent a meal for everything that you have eaten this month, for each meal. As our ushers come forward, let us prepare our hearts for prayer. Gracious and holy God, we truly thank you, Lord. This is the last Sunday of the year, gracious God. And we are so grateful for the many ways that you have provided for us. We think back all the way to January, Lord, when we were uncertain and unsure of how we were going to make it through. But you continually showed up and made a way. And we are so grateful. Gracious God, we pray your blessings upon these tithes and offerings, Lord. Continue to bless them, multiply, amplify, Lord, to be used for your kingdom and your people. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. As our ushers collect the offering today, we have several easy ways for those of you that are online to join us in our offering today. You can go right ahead to nlac.tv and establish your online website given account. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead and put that dollar sign in, the number two, NLAC, and your offering will come right to us. For those that like to mail in your offering or drop it off, our address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Again, that address is 2020. East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Thank you again for sharing in our offering today. Our special music will now be provided by Pastor Antonia singing, Do You Hear What I Hear?
Send the night wind to the little
shining in the night. He will bring us goodness and light. He will bring us
We pray, Holy Spirit, that as Pastor Antonio has saying, do you hear what I hear, Lord? That we can hear what you have for us. You have a special message for each of us today. And we thank you ahead of time for what you're going to reveal. And it's in and through Jesus Christ we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Friends and family, we are in our Christmas sermon series. If you look in your bulletin, there's an outline for you to follow with me. And uh, what was the first sermon? Do y'all remember? The announcement. Now, y'all should be ready for this. You know, Pastor Antonio gave y'all a, a pre-quiz last week. <laughs> what was the characters we learned about last week? I mean, not last week, the first sermon. Thank you, Pearly. <laughs> See, that's a teacher right there. She know how to give a quiz. The first, the first message... We learned about the prophets, Isaiah and Micah, right? For those that weren't here, it's, it's really a, a cheat sheet in the bulletin. All you got to do is look. <laughs> uh, the second sermon, what was the title of that second sermon? The Calling. And what characters did we learn about at the Calling? Mary and Joseph, who else? Elizabeth, also known as Beth. <laughs> Did we learn about anybody else in that story? Who's somebody else? Elizabeth's husband. What was the husband's name? Zechariah. <laughs> then what, what was the third sermon? The journey. And who did we learn about in the journey? The Magi and King, King Herod, right? And then Pastor Antonio brought us the fourth message last Sunday. And what was that one called? The prophecy. <laughs> and who did we learn about in that one? Simeon and Anna, right? Praise God. Y'all get an A today. <laughs> so in this last message for the Christmas season, you all, we are going to be discussing the most important person in the entire story of the Christmas story, a biblical version, and his name is Jesus. Jesus. He is the main character, the main event. The story completely revolves around him, amen? Who else is important in this story? You. <laughs> this summer series, what's the title of it? Jesus and you. Say me. Jesus and who are we talking about today? <laughs> this is one day I'm going to give everybody permission to say and be selfish. Jesus is all about me. Say that. Jesus is all about you. How is it possible that Jesus can be about you and you and you and me all at the same time? It's called a miracle. Jesus is all about me. I'm saying it proudly, y'all. <laughs> Say it again. Jesus is all about, all about you. <laughs> you know, as we've been reflecting through the Christmas story this Christmas, this holiday season, I read an article that says sometimes as Christians, we get caught painting a picture of Jesus as someone who lived in the past. Do you all, have you all encountered anybody who seems to believe that Jesus is of the past? He's a guy who wears a long robe. He walks around with a kind of glow, right? He's like a first century Palestinian. 
And he did some cool stuff about 2,000 years ago. That's sometimes what I feel like people uh, think about Jesus. He was meaningful for the people way back when. Say way back when. And you know, way back when, before we had science and technology, you know, those people actually believed in any old thing. They believed in healings, and they believed in spirits, and they believed in miracles. And those things aren't just relevant for us anymore, are they? (laughs) Y'all like, Pastor Kelly, where are you going with this story? (laughs) Tell your neighbor, yes, they are. Yes, they are. It is so important that we understand our history. Don't you all think it's important that we understand our history? When we did the racial reconciliation sermon series and threaded, we talked about the history of our black people, right? Well, through this Bible story, we've been talking about the history of God. Not just any person, but the history of God in the universe. And it's so important that we understand our history. It's also important that we understand our future, don't you think? It's important to understand where we're going. But guess what's really important for us today? That we understand our present. That's why it's called the present, right? It's a present. (laughs) Do y'all get the joke? (laughs) It's a present. It's a gift to be here today. Did you know you woke up this morning? Some of us woke up this morning. We looked under the tree for our present. We was looking around, wondering who going to bring us a gift. The Lord gave you the gift when you opened your eyes. And when you took a breath. And when you got out the bed. Say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Jesus is present with us today just as much as he was in the past. And just as much as he will be in the future. That is the greatest gift we can ever have. Tell your neighbor, you got your gift. You got your gift. Our problem can be, you all, that when we only tell the story of what Jesus did in the past, it can be hard for others to see how Jesus might be relevant for us today. If we only talk about the the baby Jesus as if Jesus is still a baby, he doesn't seem relevant for us today. You know, our scripture reading is quite a strange scripture reading for a a Christmas Sunday. If you would put that up for me, um, who got the scripture today? T, you got it? We're going to look at uh, Matthew. That, That was our scripture today, right? Let's read this together. When he arrived at the other side in the region of the guest that word, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that one could pass that way. That no one could pass that way. Thank you, Gail. Keep going. What do you want with us, son of God, they shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? So wait, wait right there. Who is in this conversation? Who's in this story? A demon-possessed man is in this story. And he's having a conversation with who? Jesus. Let's keep going. Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. Wait, who's talking to Jesus? 
Y'all sure is demons? Y'all believe in demons? Demons are real? Okay, I just we going we gonna come back to that. <laughs> Let's keep reading. He said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. That's a strange story for Christmas Sunday, isn't it? One of the questions in that story was, the demons asked Jesus, what do you have to do with us? They wanted to know what Jesus was all about and what he had to do with them personally. You see, this is a question we all need to ask. Jesus, what do you have to do with me? Say that out loud. Jesus, what do you have to do with me? And understanding our purpose here in this world. You see, this story about demons and this man who was plagued with a demon, with multiple demons, not just one demon, he was plagued with multiple demons. A lot of people would have a hard time believing this story even happened. They would say, oh, that's something that happened back in the ancient of days, back in the, in the Bible. You know, that's kind of like Santa Claus. How many of y'all know y'all seen some demons walking around today? <laughs> How many know you've seen some demon-possessed people? That's why in our purpose statement, we say we're going to welcome all into our midst because we know Jesus got to get some demons out of some folks. Don't be talking about your neighbor like you got the demon. Like I see some of y'all giving a side eye. <laughs> the demons recognize Jesus. You notice that in our life, that the most evil persons on earth always recognize Jesus. They always believe in Jesus. The demons recognize Jesus. But we, as his people, as his creation, we struggle to believe. How is that possible? You know, people would rather do a whole bunch of things in their lives than to focus on Jesus. They would rather watch a Super Bowl game. Anybody seen those folks that like to go to the game? Okay, you don't want to put your hand up, Terrence. I see you back there. I see you. (laughs) Terrence always said, Kelly. It's Sunday. Football. Hurry up, preach that sermon. <laughs> Got to get out of here. That's why we drive separately. <laughs> I ain't talking about you, baby. <laughs> but some folks, not in here, <laughs> some folks would rather enjoy a Super Bowl game instead of getting in their Bible and coming to church, wouldn't they? Some folks would rather be at home doing their laundry, getting ready for Monday, shoveling snow, doing all kind of other stuff, as opposed to focusing on the Bible, amen? Some folks do a whole lot of stuff instead of being worried about Jesus. But guess what, my friends? Jesus is still worried about you and worried about them. There are some powerful stories from the Bible And if we would just, you know, act as if those stories were fake or unreal, we would be at a loss, wouldn't we? You know, Jesus told the demons to flee, and they did. Jesus gave the demons a break. They said, can we go into the pigs? He said, all right, go on over to the pigs. The 
this is a story. I'm talking about pigs on Christmas, y'all. But this is what happened in the Bible. The pigs were probably sitting around like, why are you coming over here and bothering us? We didn't do nothing. But Jesus said, go ahead. The, the demons went into the pigs. And what happened after that? They ran and went down a steep hill and went into a lake of water and died. That was the end of those demons. And sadly, the pigs too. <laughs> it is so hard to believe. Tell your neighbor, it's hard to believe. You know, last week when Pastor Antonia was talking about prophecies, y'all remember that? And she also talked about, you know, getting your palm red and going to get the tea leaves. Y'all remember she didn't know about the tea leaves and, and all of those things. And it's hard to know what we should believe and what's true and what's false. How do you know what to believe? Let me ask you, how do you know what to believe? Pastor Joby giving it to y'all. Thank God our Pastor Meredith is in the house. Welcome, welcome today, Pastor Meredith. The Word of God. If it's not in the Bible, it, is, it has no meaning. You can have all kinds of dreams. You can drink as much tea as you want. You can have your hand looked at and all prophesied over. But if it's not in the Bible, if it doesn't point you toward Jesus, then it's a lie. It's just that simple, right? Here it is on Christmas Sunday. We know all about the Santa, Santa Claus, right? On Easter, we all know about who? The Easter Bunny, right? We know about fantasies. We know about all this confusion that Satan wants us to believe in. But what is God always pointing us to? His word. We never have to be confused. If you want to know if something is true or false, go in his word. My favorite thing to think about is sometimes parents, and some of, some of you parents and grandparents going to feel this today, you get to a point where you realize and understand why people kill their children. Y'all like, Pastor Kelly, where are we really going with this? If you have spent any meaningful amount of time with a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a ten-year-old, matter of fact, just going all the way up to 19, if you have spent any meaningful time, more than an hour, I would say, you understand, like, I understand why a parent would take their hand and put it around your neck and try to choke you out. You see, babies are cute, aren't they? They don't stay cute, though, do they? So later on, when you're around those kids, give them a lot of grace. Some of y'all going to be around some kids you ain't seen in a long time today. Give them some grace. Remember this sermon. Don't choke them out. <laughs> but we understand that it's hard with children. So when sometimes you'll hear people in the, in, the, in the world, in the news, they'll say, you know, the Lord told me to kill my kids. And you're like, what? What, what was that in the Bible? You know, I, I know that story about, you know, bashing the kids' heads against the rocks, but we had the New Testament, and Jesus said to love them. You know, where was this story at that Jesus gave us all permission to go give, kill our children? He said to bring the children to me, right? So it doesn't add up. 
if someone says, you know, the Lord is telling me to do this or do that, you're like, hold up, let me, let me get this word out. Let's find it together. Because some people will come to you and say, the Lord told me this and the Lord told me that. And you, say me, as the Christian, has to be able to, you know, discern with them. Sometimes we don't want to discern with each other. We don't want to have to struggle with each other. We'll say, oh, you believe what you want to believe, and I believe what I want to believe, and that's a whole lost cause, y'all. Why is that? Because we should all be believing what Jesus said is the truth, right? Pastor Antonio said it last week. I am the way the tr- and the and no one except through me, right? But again, it's so hard to believe in the Christmas story. I mean, think about it. A virgin giving birth? How is that possible? Angels appearing? Shepherds going to, you know, to the manger? The magi following a star from the east? King Herod killing hundreds of baby boys? How are all these stories how are we expected to believe all these stories? They're so hard to believe. Tell your neighbor, you got to believe. You got to believe. It is even harder, you all, since Jesus, he was born into the world. He lived and he died on the cross. And then what did he do for us? He rose again and then he ascended. And he gave us a promise, right? What was that promise? That he would give us a comforter, the Holy Spirit, right? It is hard to believe that right now, say right now, the Holy Spirit is right here with you and you and me and all of us. And the Holy Spirit is all in the world. It is hard to believe that, but tell your neighbor it is. It's so true. Jesus is powerful. He is all-powerful, almighty, everything. But you see, those powerful stories can get lost in the past if we continue to act like that's something that happened way back when. Or if we continue to get confused in in stories about Santa and, and the Easter Bunny and all those other things. Tell your neighbor, stay focused. Jesus is alive. Say Jesus is alive. Jesus is active. Say Jesus is active. Jesus is present. Say Jesus is present. Jesus is living. Say Jesus is living. Jesus is making a difference. Say Jesus is making a difference. In my life, in your life, in all of our lives, Jesus is making a difference. He didn't just make a difference back then. He's making a difference right now. Right now. And we forget to tell those stories. We get into situations where we're we're feeling hopeless and we're feeling downcast and we're feeling discouraged. And we forget to say Jesus is alive. Because life is trying to kill us, don't you think? Do you ever feel so discouraged and beat down and alone? Pastor Antonia prayed earlier today. And in that prayer, she lifted up my husband. And we just found out recently that his great nephew died this past week of a gunshot wound, you all. 19 years 
old. A baby. He hadn't even got out of his mama's house yet. He didn't get to fall in love. He didn't get to have a baby. He didn't get to have children. He didn't get to do so many things. And Pastor Antonia also prayed in her prayer today that some of you all are experiencing the first Christmas without a loved one. And I'm looking around at you and I'm seeing you because I remember what last Christmas was like. We was in COVID, y'all. And some people's family members were dying of COVID. Some people's family members still in the hospital dying of COVID. Our babies have RSV. The babies are in the hospital more than everybody else. And every single day, somebody else is dying. We can be so discouraged, so downcast, so alone, so isolated. But if we would just start calling on Jesus. Jesus, you're alive. Jesus, you have a promise for my life. Jesus, you're going to make us get it. You're going to help us get through. Jesus, this is not the end. Jesus, this is what I might be seeing today, but my tomorrow is going to be better. Just say it over and over again. Whatever affirmation you need to say, because Jesus is our power. Say that Jesus is our power. When I think about the Bible story, the Christmas story of that manger, that baby who was born in the manger, and Jesus was probably the cutest little baby, and Mary was holding him and loving him on him. And we thought about the story from everybody's perspective, what, what the Magi thought and, and what Joseph thought and what Elizabeth thought. But did you think about what Jesus thought? You see, when Jesus was born, he had one goal in mind. He had one thought in his brain. Do you know what that goal was? You. You. When he was coming into the world, he had already thought about 2022, December 25th, and he thought about all of you. He wasn't thinking about how much money he was going to make. He wasn't going to think about his job that he was going to work at. He wasn't thinking about his house. He wasn't even thinking about a relationship other than the relationship of you. Jesus was so laser focused. He lived his life with one goal in mind. What was that goal? You. Say me. Me. He thought about me. Think about it. He thought about you. He knew the day you were going to be born. He knew every single hair upon your head. It comes from the Bible. He knew every day you were going to struggle. He knew every tear you were going to shed. He knew every smile you were going to have. And he thought about you when he got on that cross. Because today we're at the birth. But we still got to get to the death. When he got on that cross and they pounded those nails in his hands, who was he thinking about? Who was he thinking about? Say me. Who was he thinking about? He was thinking about you. He was thinking about all those times he knew you was going to mess up and get things.
gave you. Jesus was born. He lived. He died. And he will rise again. He did rise again with one person in mind. Who is that person? Say it again. Say it one more time. He was thinking about you, and he hasn't stopped thinking about you. He's thinking about you so much that he's already thinking about how to come back and get you. He's coming back to get you. Who is he coming to get? Who is he coming to get? I thought so. You better tell somebody. (laughs) Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord. You have given us the greatest gift in the world. And sometimes we can get confused and downcast. We can feel alone. We can feel, Lord, like this is not true. But we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence that will continue to encourage us, comfort us, uplift us, and prepare us, Lord, because you are coming again to get us, each and every one of us. You're coming to get us, to redeem us, to restore us, to live life with us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for giving us that gift today. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that we can share that love with another today. We're going to encounter many people today, Lord, who don't know you or or haven't been knowing you for a long time, Lord Jesus. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will give us the words, the confidence, the ability to share your gospel message with someone else today. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Saints, we're now going to rise and we're going to sing with the praise team. Holy Spirit, fill this room. And as we're singing, myself and the lay pastors and elders will come around and pray with you. And if you want an anointing just because it's the last Sunday of the year, then you want to go out this year in victory in Christ, just raise your hand and we will come and pray with you.
It's Christmas Sunday, y'all. I know y'all want to go home. <laughs> I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. We have some out-of-towners today. Helena is family are here with us. Their children and grandchildren are here from Texas and Maryland. Where's the other one? Did I get it right? Jersey, Jersey. <laughs> I knew it was one was up north and one was down south. So welcome home. It's so good to see you all. Look how beautiful and tall Alina's and Ed's grandchildren have gotten you all. James, James, stand up. I'm putting you out there. Just stand up. Look at James. James, I'm telling you, the last time I think you was here, you was closer to this. <laughs> and it's so good to see you. It's so good to have Lauren and Leslie. Stand up, girls. I know y'all don't want to be put out there. Look how beautiful they are. Oh, my God. It's so good to see you all. And Ed and Helena's children are here. Give a wave. I won't make y'all stand up. <laughs> but is there any other family that's here from out of town that I did not see? I do want to recognize all of our... Who? Oh, is that Kia? Oh, Kia, stand up, Kia. How you doing, Kia? That's uh, Marvin and Cassandra's daughter. Welcome. Now, where were you at, Kia? You, you go all over the place. Oregon. She's in Oregon. Well, thank God. You, you're a little warmer over here, huh? You're a little warmer. <laughs> and anyone else that... Who, who is that, Sylvia? Oh, Terry! <laughs> what? I, I can't hear Oh, Harlow is here. Harlow is here. Thank you. Harlow's first Christmas being sent and and Poppy jumped up to go get his baby. You be- Wait, who are you pointing at? I don't have that good vision. Oh, is that Jennifer? Hey, Jennifer. Welcome home, Jennifer. Stand up. Yes, Jennifer. Jennifer, where are you located at right now? Georgia. Okay, so is there some heat down there? No, it's cold? Okay. It's cold everywhere, Shannon is saying. <laughs> Well, it is good to see you. I know some of you all got family at home 
who we won't get to see or friends that are coming in for dinner and things like that later on. So just enjoy your time together. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the friends. Enjoy the gifts. I keep telling my grandsons, just say thank you. Even if you don't like your gift, just say thank you. They didn't have to get you nothing. Just say thank you. (laughs) Saints, we do want to say happy birthday to Jackie Rush. Happy birthday, Jackie. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jackie. And Samaria Grimm, I think she's probably home with her kids today, but Samaria Grimm is celebrating her birthday this week, too, so we say happy birthday to her. There are a few announcements. The announcement page is out um, in the fellowship hall out there, so please make sure you take a listen to look at that. We do want to say especially thank you to everyone for the Christmas concert. That seems like a long time ago, but that was last Sunday, y'all. Y'all set it off in here. It was fantastic. With y'all special guests flown in, Gail H. Baines. <laughs> All the special singers, thank you, Carrie, for leading and directing that. It was amazing. We want to say thank you to everyone that purchased an angel tree gift for our kids. We provided 80 children with gifts this year, y'all. That's a record. If you did not get your toys, they can be picked up today. Uh, see Pastor Antonio, we do want to say thank you. Our, our Christmas Eve service, our Christmas Eve Eve service got canceled. And, but Jalen and the team, Camilla Williams and Camille Gully, they put in a tremendous amount of work. That uh, performance is absolutely beautiful. And when they tell me of the, the rain date, I will let you all know, but I can't wait for us all to see it because they put in a, a lot of hard work. I want to say thank you to everyone that went over to Bridge for the Christmas Eve service at Bridge. Pastor Toby, y'all had a good time. It was awesome. And... Um, I think that's it. You can read. It's not a lot of announcements, y'all, so this is an easy week. Go home and enjoy the time. Anything that didn't get printed or stated that you would like to share? Look at y'all quiet. It's time to go. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Pastor Rick has come and blessed us with lights this Christmas. Look at that, y'all. Look up at the ceiling. Him and Reginald. I tell them all the time, I don't know how y'all get up on those hot ladders, but I dip real fast as soon as they get the ladders out. <laughs> like, stay in your lane, Pastor Kelly, stay in your lane. But they did a beautiful job. Pastor Rick has been helping us with computers and all sorts of stuff behind the scenes. Pastor Toby has been breaking her back with Pastor Antonia visiting and calling folks. We got a lot of people that's struggling, you all. So I'm so grateful for Pastor Toby and Pastor Rick, our pastor emeritus, continue to support our church, y'all. This is our last year of, last Sunday of 2022, and we made it together our first full year. Hallelujah. (laughs) Although we had some growing pains that didn't kill us, y'all. And we got stronger together. We have truly been blessed and favored by God. And I, as your current lead pastor and Pastor Antonia, as your assistant pastor, we say thank you. Thank you for your support, your constant encouragement, your prayers, and everything you do to make New Life at Calvary what it is. So have a great new year. I'll see you all next Sunday on New Year's. Let's rise for the benediction. Tell your neighbor, Merry Christmas, neighbor. (laughs) Gracious and holy God. As we depart from this place, but never from your sight, Lord Jesus, 
We pray, Holy Spirit, that we would take you, Holy Spirit, with us everywhere we go, that our focus, our eyes will be upon you, that we would share your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your faithfulness, and your self-control with the world. We thank you, Lord, that you are always thinking about me, Lord, and us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for who you are in our lives. And we give you all the honor, glory, and the praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm so glad you came to church today.